Hello! Welcome to episode 80 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And every week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together and we do our best to just um, take all of our issues and all of our problems in the world and we load a t-shirt cannon and shoot the cannon at the problems so they fall over and then just uh, get them. <laughs> they don't catch those t-shirts. They, they, no, no. they collapse. Oh, they collapse. That's actually how Maud Flanders died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> t-shirt cannon. Flanders. Yeah, t-shirt cannon. It was all Homer's fault, too. But anyway, yeah, so we, every week we take our problems, we just like do everything we can to get rid of them and you know just like jump over the hurdle of all of the various issues that come with being a human person. Uh, you know in the world and we try to make some something creative most recently it's been a supernatural action horror comedy comic called deathless steven we launched our second ever kickstarter and so far steven it's freaking taken off and it's doing phenomenally and i'm pretty proud of it um how do you feel about just it so slam kicking and dude it's awesome i mean just to know that we're already funded is great like it means that we're definitely gonna get a print run of deathless we're definitely gonna have stuff to sell at cons we're gonna have money you know to be able to to afford these things to like continue to put the products out there money i need the fun (laughs) i'm a man of needs like i like okay like i i don't i don't even want a lot of material stuff steven you know what i want i need time like time costs money like time is money (laughs) everyone knows that it happens if i had money i'd have more time and i could google all the things i want to google steven like i can't afford an alexa i need my alfred i need my like i jarvis i need jarvis so bad in my life steven okay okay like for instance, Steven, something that's been plaguing me all day. You ever see Wally? You know the movie Wally, the the famous. Uh, Pixar? I've never seen it, but I, I I I'm familiar with the memes around Wally. First of all, shame, Steven, shame, shame, <laughs> shame. Um, no, but okay. So so Wally. For those of you who have or haven't seen it, Wally is this this beautiful uh, Pixar movie. You know, starring a little, a little robot who's meant to clean up all of, like the trash left behind from humans who you know basically um, left the planet until it can be cleaned again. All the all the all the humans take off and they're on this like this like remote ship and they're they're all just you know being force fed entertainment. It's just kind of like this little Eden you know of their own making, like this utopian you know. Elysium sort of situation in which everyone's just being like, you know, like basically like fat and happy is what they, you know, what everyone in the, the whole movie is. Yeah, you know, it's just like that's all. Like we have no wants, no needs. This is what we are. Steven, none of that's important. What's important is that the end of the movie, Fred Willard is in the movie. The human Fred Willard. Fred, just Fred Willard, like the Fred person. Willard plays i don't i don't remember like i i don't remember if he's like the president like the old president or like the head of like a, a ceo like the ceo of a corporation or something but but the thing is steven he's a live action person in wally like in wally a pixar movie now everyone knows that all the pixar movies are connected like they're all they're all connected in one way or another you can always find like little easter eggs and you know various so things fred, he's he's in the deep lore of pixar then so fred willard is in the deep lore of pixar but like the implications of that to me are that there are live action humans living among the animated humans because he's in it in the so pixar universe it. yeah but steven disney who owns pixar who produces the pixar films produced roger rabbit steven so oh are all of the pixar movies taking place in the roger rabbit universe so did everyone get like wait in roger rabbit they were trying to tune everybody or they were doing the opposite. They were killing the tunes. I can't remember. Um, what was it? Well, the, 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 I mean, the bad guy, the villains, the movie were against tunes. It was, I mean, uh-huh. it was a very progressive movie. <laughs> you know, it was like, you know, there were, but they were against the two. They were dipping you know, tunes for, for breaking, breaking the human tuny laws. Judge Doom. Very interesting. Like Chris, Christopher Lloyd's amazing. Uh, that was what a weird performance, but awesome. But in, in, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, there are, 
designated areas of like toon you know toonville and you know or toontown toontown and like the human areas you know but they live they coincide like they you know they coexist they exist together um and that's what's happening in pixar which is crazy because that means that's what's happening widely in disney widely in pixar and dude probably in the mcu if you think about it <laughs> true that so disney owns marvel which means they and, and Disney owns the anime like animated X Men series, which means that you know, like there is a there's a reality in which the animated X Men is canon in all of the Disney cartoons and there's also a, it, it's it's part of the multiverse. It's basically. part of the multiverse. Like yeah, the, the it has to be right. I mean that's like so it's like if so like that it makes me think of like that Patton Oswald clip from uh, Parks and Rec where he go where he's filibustering you oh, ever yeah, seen that yeah. oh yeah he's ba he's basically predicting what you're saying to some extent like Star Wars Marvel they're all just going to crisscross because they're all part of the same universe yeah. basically now so it's nuts it's amazing well <laughs> the Disney multi dude like I just want to say like Stephen and Anthony from like 2002 when we were watching like Spider-Man one no and we're just blown away at the web slinging you know, dry Tobey Maguire acting. Like, there is no way. Like, and I remember, like, the, the next pinnacle was obviously Iron Man. And then, you know, yeah. the freaking Avengers circle scene was just... Oh, yeah, too much. It yeah. is. It just it keeps growing, right? Oh, like yeah. I, I just have no idea what how how ex how extensive this universe is going to become, and like no. how many more times that like I'm gonna have my mind blown, basically. It's just incredible. Like the multiverse of madness is about to come out. We don't know mm. what we're gonna see necessarily. We don't know. We do know that like Professor X is in it, which is crazy. But like mm. the but you know, spoiler alert. But you know, it's in the trailers. You know, but um, it's incredible, dude. But like there's a possibility that the animated X-Men are canon in the multiverse, like wide multiverse of, you know, that lore. And that's really, I don't know, it's just funny. And and also Darkwing Duck and all that, you know, like all, gargoyles, all like gargoyles. If you give me a live action gargoyle series, like how, do, how have they not done that yet? By the way. Dude, I just want Deadpool three to be Deadpool like in New York City, like shooting somebody. And then like you hear like, like almost like a, like a radio muffle. <laughs> and he looks over, he just sees Goliath climbing the building. <laughs> I just could be like, huh? I just, I'd be amazing. Oh, I've, heard, I've heard of those things. I guess they live again or something. <laughs> so, okay. So every week we get together and we talk about our comics a little, uh, and also the other nonsense that I can't help but bring up. But Steven, uh, how did you do this week? I finished the villain splash page and I roughed pretty much the whole following page. So I'm like doing good. Awesome. Yeah, dude, those pages look amazing. I'm sure I will have, uh, I'll, I'll share them all over the, the page. Dude, I, this book just keeps looking more and more beautiful. You know, like mm -hmm. I'm so excited for it. I love that it's already backed. So we know that we're going to get to show people this freaking book. It's so, it's so exciting. Like, so this week I posted stretch goals on our Kickstarter. And dude, I can't wait. Like, I feel like we're going to get at least one of them. But like, you know, I, I, I want people to be able to get these prints, so, like especially the villain print. It's really beautiful. And I think people mm -hmm. would really, like really love that. I want to make some extra stickers of Barreled. I think we need like to draw some new designs of Barreled. Like, you know, just mm -hmm. like, like, like a, just like a cute, like standard. different, like maybe like, like the, the good old yeah. chibi, like, you know, like just like cute little Barreled imagery. I got you. Exactly, dude. But I, I think it would be, I think that would be really cool. And people would really appreciate those stickers. Um, but that's one of the tiers, like just get, getting people more and more stuff. And if we get to $5,000, Steven, I know I volunteered you for this. And I feel like, you, <laughs> I feel, I feel like I, I just, I know us well enough to know that it would be a good idea, but I would love to make 
if we get to $5,000, I would love to make just an EP of like a few songs where it's just a solid metal album based on Barold's perspective of the story. <laughs> so just Barold screaming and like singing his heart out about being this like conscious, animated, demonic unicorn teddy bear. How is that not a thing already? It's so, dude, it's dude, it's great. I'm, I'm so excited. I, 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 I know it's going to happen. I know we're going to make it, dude. I just know we're going to do it. Well, the thing about this one is I want to make sure that we can get the music out to people because last time like we got, we were very ambitious and it, way too ambitious for COVID era, unfortunately, because, you know, that put a lot of uh, just like, just, just ground us down, just like punch this in the face, you know, with like all the... The, the shipping and all the material vinyls and vinyls. Yeah. So we were just like, okay, too many issues. I'm sorry. We made a mistake, you know? Um, but this time I want to say that we can dedicate our time to producing a digital album. And that way we can definitely get songs to people. You and I have proven that we can make that sort of music together, you know, mm -hmm. you know, so it's like, and it's definitely more in our wheelhouse more so than a musical. Yeah, exactly. But, so it's like, but like, like beyond that, we don't have, there's no one be uh, like, not to like, it's not her fault, but like, there's no one else that has to be a part of it. It's literally just you and me with a drum track and just, it's easy for us to get that stuff accomplished. So. Yeah, dude, you know, that that's what's been on my mind. I'm just like coming up with these stretch goals and trying to get people uh, excited about the, the project. And so far um, we have, I think 38 backers who have brought us well beyond our goal. We're like over 220% funded at this point, Steven. Like people really are- Which is freaking amazing. This. So if you're watching this right now, um, that, the, Kickstarter is still active. Feel free uh, to click the link below and, you know, go go get yourself a book because it's coming. I can't wait. Like, we've been talking about this book for a few months now. We're working on it. And, like, it's it's one of my favorite things we've ever worked on. And, like, the more I've gone back to, like, start reading it again to, like, get a get a feel because I'm going to start lettering, like, you know, as I'm, I'm going to, you know, catch up with the coloring and then start lettering. And we're going to get this thing going. Um, So I wanted to read it again. And I forgot how funny it was. I was like, oh, oh dude, it's it's great, dude. Yeah, dude, I like I I, I I I love the script. I love the script a lot. Like, especially yeah. like with with. I mean, of course, it gets even funnier with Deathless. But even like the the villain like stuff on the pages that I'm drawing right now, like mm -hmm. you know, you should have you know you should have you, know, you know come with us, Dungeon Master. We just leveled the fuck up. Like yeah. it's it's just like badass but awesome. Like oh. I don't know, it's great. Oh I'm yeah, dude. I, so ugh. I can't wait. I can't wait for people to to see this book, Stephen. I'm so excited. I hope that everyone clicks the link below and just like. Speaking of oh, speaking Steve. of rewards though, I you have finally this was like three dude. I ordered this I think December twenty first. Like that's how long ago this was. But look at this friggin' nude. That's barreled, man. He's got the stitches, the rainbow stitches, the rainbow horn. Face is a little weird, but I kind of dig it. But yeah, and he's huge. Look how big he is. I, I wasn't expecting him to be that big. Like, yeah. For, I mean, like people don't understand how big my head is, but he's bigger than my head, which is pretty crazy. Like my head is a solid unit of measurement. So Barold and I are here now. <laughs> but yeah, so Barold, Barold, so everyone. Cool. So yeah, so if if you're considering backing our, our Kickstarter, one of the rewards is you can get a plushy barrel. We do plan on finding a reasonable way to produce them for a decent cost, um, so we can get them to as many people. Yeah, because Budsies is expensive. So, but yeah, yeah we're so, gonna get. Well, at least we'll probably get the people that back it. This one in particular from them, and then. We'll try to get like a different, we're going to try to find a different company that can, yeah. you know, produce them. It's probably going to be after the Kickstarter, but we can make them available because we know how to ship stuff now. Yeah, so. for sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we did it. But yeah, dude, I, I like, I only got half a page done this week as far as coloring is concerned, which wasn't too bad. Like it was, it was a, it was, it was 
there's so much detail in these pages, which is wonderful, but it's also like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I've been coloring for like a good hour. And I'm like, I've only colored one character. <laughs> yeah. Know, like, like this is well, there's crazy. like font on, and there's like font on their shirts. There's like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, like Mary and M both have like pantyhose that I created individual, like, sh- like strips and everything. So you have to color. I, I mean, you can just obviously color it all gray or all whatever color, but still it's, I, I get you, man. There, there's definitely oh, yeah. a lot more detail than there wasn't playing again. Yeah, dude, it's, it's been crazy. Um, it's, it's formidable. But I really like I love these pages and I think like as I'm coloring them, I'm appreciating them more and more. And like it's it's been giving me time to like watch movies and stuff. So that's nice. Um, but I only got like half a page done. And then I realized that I had I had a commission that was due because I like opened. I was like, hey, if anyone wants me to draw something for them, I'm I'm more than willing to do that because like I could use some extra money right now, you know, and like I'm, I'm getting sick of my job. I want to find a way out, you know, and I like jump <laughs> out of it. Like if I can, mm, I'm, I'm hoping it's the book, Stephen. I'm hoping that's just like. We, we made this book and people love it. And then suddenly I'm like, oh, I don't have to work in this job making nothing. You know, I can do this book to make nothing, you know. Um, so but no, I like so I, I offered like commissions and people took me up on it. Um, and one of them, the person was like, oh, it's for someone's birthday. And I was like, oh, I, that's a deadline. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, well, for sure. Crap, you know. Um, but yeah, so I worked on that, and actually, I, I I'd put I'd post it, but I can't because you know it's someone's birthday party, you know, birthday present. But um, I like it a lot, so I hope they like it too. But that's what I ended up working on um, with a lot of my time, and that's why I like half failed mostly. I th- you know, like I kind of like I did half my work, but not all my work. But so. see, I feel like it's not really a fail; it's just a sidestep because anything that we do commission wise is just putting our name out there further. So it's not like. Anything, anything we're doing to promote who we are and what we do, like, is, is still, it's part of the same goal. So it really yeah. doesn't matter, you know? I mean, I, I really appreciate you letting me just completely get away with this and just fail, <laughs> re- like, gracefully. I just, I got away with it. I, I, I get it. Again. I get it from my mama. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a failure. You just didn't Ooh. succeed. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not my grandma. She was, she was a harsh lady. <laughs> she was a sweetheart. She was in her own way. She She was in her own boomer world. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, dude. So I was, you know, I did that. Um, Another thing, though, is so while I color Steven, I can put stuff on. I listen to podcasts. I watch things. I, you know, listen to music sometimes. I think about stuff, Steven. Thoughts pop into my stupid, like, like, like little meat box up here. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do with this, Steven. It's not clever or interesting, but it's just something that's up there. And I don't know what to do with it. Um, So I was thinking about Steven. And I was just like, even did you ever realize that? If dogs and cats had an exhibit in a zoo, it would look the same as a human exhibit in a zoo. It would just be the same environment. With yeah, like yeah, like if a if a human environment was in a zoo and a cat environment was in a zoo, those would be nearly identical exhibits. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, interesting. But then I was like, first of all, first of all, would there have to be a human in the zoo with the cat? Because like. The, <laughs> I mean, this is a, Greg. We just put him in there with the cat. So the cat, oh, the cat feels, feels this yeah, is natural. It's, it, it's basically like when you grab a frog from outside and you throw a leaf in there to, re- <laughs> to recreate what he's used to. Greatest habitat, as Mitch Edberg would say. Yeah. Whether it's a, you know, a Japanese body pillow or a real person, there has to be something in there. Yeah, dude. So I was, I don't know, I was just like thinking about that. And I was like, another one though, that like, because I, I was, I was on zoos for some reason. And I was like, when an animal is nearly extinct and we put it in a zoo, 
or like a protective environment, right? Like, like you know, where it's like you go by and you're like, these are an endangered, you know, like animal. So we're looking at it. It's natural habitat at that point is a zoo. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's not many more options left for you, but yeah. you didn't do, so it's, you didn't do it, too well in your original natural habitat. Maybe it was <laughs> our fault. It was it our, fault. our fault. It we was take all fault. the credit. Not only we changed that. the ecosystem, <laughs> but <laughs> but now we get to now now, now we're, we're the boss now. So this is this is your habitat. But, but I, just, is- I just I feel like 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 at that point you have to go into a zoo and they're like here's the uh, natural habitat of this endangered species and you're like that looks like a miniature zoo and they're like it is it's, it's a just- smaller zoo inside of a zoo because the zoo is the only habitat for this creature. Like, <laughs> this, okay, this, going this, to- this guy would be dead otherwise. <laughs> Because of us, again, once again, Look at we this apologize. failure of a species. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like they're like just like completely overlooking the fact of human intervention. There's like look at look at this guy. It's his oh, fault man. for not evolving faster. Get with the times. <laughs> How dare you suck at surviving? Tasmanian all he did was wolf. cut down all the trees. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a desert dwelling animal. God. Like, you- <laughs> but yeah, dude. So um, I just so I I love it though. Like the, one of my favorite things about coloring is I don't have to sit there in absolute silence, and I don't have mm-hmm. to just like like myopically focus on like one thing and like because i i love writing and i love like kind of solving narrative puzzles and stuff i love that i love that part of the process and i love i love writing dialogue i love it so much and like coming up with you know all this stuff and like building worlds but i also need to live in a bubble when i do that mm-hmm. like i i like i've gotten a lot better at it since having atlas because like you know I'm, I'm i'm kind of forced to write during the apocalypse you know it's like there's an earthquake outside and i'm like oh i still know what this character is going to say here comes this pun or whatever you know mm-hmm. um because i have no choice it's just like you know he's 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 taking a nap okay okay i have 10 minutes i have to force myself to do it i can't wait for inspiration like i wish you know it's like sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes i still feel that like bubble up where i'm just like i got the spirit i got this you know um, but mostly it's like, I have to learn to do this on purpose in like specific time. But dude, when it comes to coloring, I can just put something on. I can actually catch up a podcast. I can it's chill. Oh, it's so nice, dude. It's so nice. Because otherwise, whenever I put something on, I always feel like when I'm, when I'm in the middle of writing, if I try to watch a movie while I'm writing, I'm like, it better be the best movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Because I'm like, this is time I could have been spending dedicating to like to the writing. And if I'm not doing that, you better be feeding my brain something it can use, you know? Like I need I need the motivation, <laughs> you know? And like I hate like I kinda hate that, but at the same time it makes sense. Like I get it. Like it's it's you know, we only have so much time. What are we gonna do? You know? Um mm-hmm. otherwise, dude, I've mostly been hitting refresh on our kickstarter over and over and over and just like (laughs) sharing it and it makes me feel so weird um so we have i have a couple questions from sean on patreon uh he wants to know how we feel now that the kickstarter is successful uh since you know one of us at least had doubts about you know like how well we do (laughs) how we and steven i i i know you like you should believe in us more. <laughs> it's the thing, Steven. You... Well, I mean, let's be real. If if I have a negative take, we're in some deep shit. That's yeah. just basically that's just like we're we're messing up somewhere. If my if my if I can't like politically spin like my like goodness, basically, hey, this is gonna be a good thing. But yeah, like if I can't spin it, then no one can. So like, yeah, like I get it, but I'm actually really stoked. I think it's awesome. Like we already, I of course want to see it go at least like. I mean, I wanted to see what Play It Again did, but, you know, we also had a lot of weird factors with Play It Again, yeah. so we can't really count all of that. There were some, you know, people that probably hit heavier than they normally would, and mm-hmm. we're very appreciative of that for Play It Again, but, you know, 
I get it. I get where your mind's at a little bit. You know, you want to, yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to fall back on what, you know, where you've oh. already been. You want to, you yeah, know, dude, for sure. And like, that's what, so all of my insecurity was, and I, I've kind of talked about it a little bit in the podcast, but all of my insecurity about Deathless was that it wasn't so specifically or like, um, obviously or apparently uh, as personal a story like it's definitely there but i don't think you see that as much because we we kind of sell it as like the supernatural fun action comedy story about this character you know and it doesn't feel as personal to people i think when i'm talking about it and i'm scared of that where i'm just like no no this still is a really personal story to me that's all i know how to do honestly i'm not i'm like i'm a super fraud i don't ever write anything original i'm just like i'm i i i, I work <laughs> through all my problems with fiction i think that's what all fiction is though right i mean like all the good fiction like that's fine i i don't actually have any any insecurity is about that stuff i like that that's how like that's how i like to write i like to take like real things that i'm experiencing or experience and like real emotions and fears and all of that stuff and put them into an like kind of thinly veiled allegory of those things and that's kind of and, mm -hmm. and if we can do it in a way that's super entertaining and fun full of like characters and action and ridiculousness that's the, that's the best for me i'm just like yes i i like it's best of all worlds you know but when you do that people don't necessarily see the depth of a thing they see the ninja turtles you know what i mean <laughs> like like mm -hmm. you know when you see the ninja turtles like you see the cover of the Ninja Turtles, you don't think like familial uh, stresses and like, you know, generational trauma. And like, you don't think of like making someone proud and feeling disappointed in yourself and like whether or not you're good enough or like if you fit in with your family and you know, like all of these things that like- Which are so many amazing, yeah, there's so many amazing obvious like stories from those that people just kind of dismiss because they see mutant heroes in a half shell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, yeah. So it's like when you see that stuff, um, what I see is all of the potential for all these fantastic stories while also being super entertaining and fun and having mm -hmm. like, turtles fighting each other and stuff, you know, and like, that's great. Um, but like, I'm, I've always been really inspired by, by that stuff, but I do have the fear that people will dismiss it. But that being said, I would love for people to pick up this book because there's a unicorn teddy bear monster on, you know, in the pictures and be like, yeah, okay, we're going to get the next like turtles and be like, yeah, partially, you know, yeah. like I can't wait for that. <laughs> but yeah, I have had like some fear that it's that it wasn't going to like hit as hard with people who were like willing to support the sort of emotional journey that um, played again had so obviously on the nose, you know, like like that book just wore it on its sleeve and it was going to from day one because I mean, it's mm -hmm. a very personal book. Um, this book kind of wears it on the like graphic tee you know what i mean like it's, it's it's still there it wears it in the stuffing of barrel that you just can't see quite yet because it hasn't been ripped open Nobody you know yet. oh perfect metaphor perfect right yeah. right it hasn't beautiful. been yeah, it's been, it has been yeah, revealed yet so beautiful metaphor yeah dude so so that was my fear it was just that people wouldn't necessarily see the potential in it um for for what i'm hoping to achieve with it uh mm -hmm. and would only kind of dismiss it as like oh okay monsters and magic and stuff which for some people will be great, but for other people, they'll just, they won't care as much, you know? And that was my, mm -hmm. that was my fear. So having launched it now, um, it was successful right away. So I was like, so I was already thankful. And like, and that being said, I even raised our goal this time by a couple hundred dollars just to like, kind of be like, I'm going to be ambitious, you know? Mm -hmm. So we were successful the first day and like, I will always be incredibly thankful for that and like you know the fact that anyone shows up and like there is a calvary and like people do care and people do show up no matter what and it's just like that's amazing it's phenomenal but like there's still that part of me that does want to do better like i do want to always feel like i'm i'm like progressing in some way and like sometimes the way i recognize that is like you know like 
with something like Kickstarter or like crowdfunding, it feels like the only way to really uh, recognize that is monetarily, where it's like, okay, mm -hmm. well, well, if we're not making as much as we did with our previous book, that means people don't care as much or people don't want it as much or not as many people want it or maybe it's not going to do as well. And I, and I start like spinning a little. So although we're successful, my my like concern seems to be validated through like the growth not developing as quickly as it did with Fate Again. So I'm just like, crap, crap this book, no one's going to love it. And then, but, the, but like objectively in real time, 200% successful. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah. Like there is plenty of money for, for deathless. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we, you know, we can, we can produce this, you know? And like, I think something that we need to consider is like just doing more physical cons like we did, because I don't know if you noticed, but we definitely got like a, like a, a subscriber surge on yeah. YouTube from the con. There was at least like 15 more subs, 10, 15 more subs. So I think if we can just find these events to keep doing that and just keep growing it the old way too, while yeah. trying to maintain like social media presence, like it's just going to help us grow. Like we've said from the start, we really just need to grind and push to get like a couple thousand people that like really want to read and which is, which is a huge goal. Yeah. Like if we get a couple thousand people that want to buy our monthly issues of something, that we be, can quit. Yep. That'd be it. We can quit. We our, can literally quit. Like that job. would be it. That'd be enough. Well, we well can, not quit yep. comic books. We, everyone. Uh, Steven means no. our like daily jobs uh, because we just produce more content. Basically. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> in reality, dude, like, you know, the reason I took, I started taking on commissions is because I'm trying really hard to supplement my income wherever I can, because I don't make that much in my day job. And honestly, I don't need that much to survive. Like I'm not someone who just like, I, I just don't require that much. I, I, I am very ambitious, but like what's more important for me is the time so I can make things to then feed the goal of our inevitable careers. You know, like what I'm hoping to develop mm -hmm. into our inevitable careers. And it's just like, all I need is this little amount of money to, to compensate for like, you know, the amount of time I need off of work. So then I can do the, you know, do the art and write the stuff and do everything we need to do to then perpetuate our like you know our income in the, in the future and it's just like all you need is this little this like so just like someone in good faith to be like here's you know like here's ten thousand dollars or whatever you know just like yes and it's like that's half my year or whatever you know like i can i can do this you know um but yeah dude so it's it's been mm, we're doing it though i think we're doing great i think you're mm -hmm. right i think we just need to keep doing what we're doing focus on like celebrating small victories and the big victories which they are you know like oh yeah dude there i mean we're almost it's almost like um i mean obviously like i get what you're saying like uh you, you always want to do better but it's almost like man like no like we've launched two kickstarters and both have been super successful so we're we're doing great. We want to do better because, you know, you got to be Goku sometimes. You can't like just be satisfied with the current level of Super Saiyan you're right. at. You know, you have to keep pushing because there's always somebody that's already pushing harder right. than you out there somewhere. Right. Well, so like, yeah, dude, I, and I think I think that's part of the problem I have in general is I'm just I'm a talker. Like I'm not someone I will I will talk through things and then it will be gone. You know, it's like it's a very zen situation for me. I, mm -hmm. I prefer to just like get out my frustration and talk things through, or write things through. And then I'm just like moving on my life. Um, so like when I say that, like I'm upset or disappointed, or I'm just like, man, why are more people, you know, like you're just it? thinking out loud, basically. I'm just thinking out loud. Like I'm just like a normal human would go yeah, through these like, thoughts anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm equally so appreciative like i am so mm -hmm. thankful i i am like i can't tell you like i just say how thankful i am aloud every day like all the time i'm just like i i'm so happy with what we're doing we're on episode 80 of this podcast and like it's done everything it's needed to do it's like kept our friendship like like 
thriving. It's kept our consistent at least consistently. Yeah. And very like, least, you know. So like we've accomplished more in the past like year and a half than like I ever would have imagined. You know, like you know, we we published a book. We've sold a ridiculous amount. People have like loved it and given us all these stars. We did our first con. We wrote and like illustrated half of another book already, which is already successful in Kickstarter. You know, we we have a teddy bear. We have merch. We have you know, like we are actually actively building a colony. You know, like people are here for us and they support us and they like what we're making and they want to see more of it. And it's just like, it's so great, dude. And it's so nice. And I am so thankful, but at the same time, I freaking suck. And why am I not as good as I was before? And why is no, it's just, <laughs> it's just crazy how imposter syndrome can like, it's not always so direct, you know, like where, yeah. where it's like, you feel like a complete imposter. It's like, you just feel like an imposter enough. Yeah. Like you feel like an imposter to who you were a year ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's funny how it can like, deceive you you know and or just get like get to you because we're all human like and like we're saying like we want to we want to keep pushing we don't want to be a krillin you know what i'm saying yeah. we don't want to although krillin, krillin had a pretty good life though but he married angel at 18 and had a daughter with a, with a robot somehow who, who even knows how all right that now you're just bragging now you like we get it you married people <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yeah but no i totally understand where you're coming from like i completely get that like coexistence of extreme joy and also like disappointment in yourself almost like it's like your fault for some reason or like what can i do to make this better and yeah i feel like there's also like there's a part of me that's just so afraid to like plateau or like become stagnant in some way where i'm just like if it if i don't feel the growth i feel like it's uh to my detriment like i'm like you know if i'm not growing i'm dying at some point you know where it's Mm -hmm. like that's not always the best way um but like I, when I say that, like I just said, I'm simultaneously appreciative. I'm still thinking, like I'm still enjoying my life. Like I, I'm the kind of person who like I'm with my son every day on the floor, playing with him, and like doing all like the the playing games and doing kinds of stuff. And like when people are like, "Oh, it, it goes by so fast," I'm like, I remember everything you know or i'm just like i've been i've been with him the whole time i watched his little like body grow into a seven-year-old it's awesome and amazing and i can't wait for it to continue you know it's it's so beautiful and amazing you know um so it's like i appreciate all the moments i'm always there and part of always being there is recognizing the negative you know so like i'm thankful for everything and i try to say that whenever i can to whomever i can like every time like someone does something for us or like shows any kind of interest or support or you know like I'm thankful, but I'm also at the same time looking at, you know, like the potential and I'm just like, oh, okay, how can I make this better? How can I do this better? And that's how I've grown, you know, like that's how, that's what like writing is. That's just rewriting and editing and seeing the flaws and seeing how you can do better. It's, it's just natural selection, but like cognitive selection, you know, and like, Mm -hmm. and I, I'm not actually like, I don't let myself uh get depressed about any of this you know like so mm-hmm. when i'm talking about it and i get and i'm like oh why am i not doing better it's more of like a what do i have to shake off so i can like so i can live on this land you know as like or like i can thrive in this land so it's like right now i'm shaking off this water and like i feel like something's grabbing my foot and we don't have like i see that there's food up there how do i get to it because right now what we're doing isn't going to let us catch that food you know so mm-hmm. i'm like we're, we're getting we're it. just getting like the husks of the fruit i mean it's good fruit though it's still yes. good fruit it's but it's just fruit. not exactly it's not that it's not that juicy like cartoon chicken tender leg or the <laughs> yes. or the you know cheesy 
Ninja Turtle pizza, you know? Exactly. So I'm just like, what do we have to do in order to um, use what we have and adapt accordingly and evolve, you know, to the degree that we're capable um, so we can get to where we can possibly be, you know? Because, like, we can't be happy. We can be happy, but we can't be satisfied with where we are if we want to do this for a living that's just not you know it's it's not a reasonable state of affairs we need to do what we can do while being thankful while being appreciative Mm -hmm. while we need to be you need to we need to be and i think this is like how art like and this is how we improve you have to be uncomfortable every time i think like it has to be like every stage of it you you can't feel like you you've reached the okay i'm safe now like you have to constantly be pushing and i like I do think, at least in that regard with Deathless, I do think Deathless is a, is an improvement in a lot of ways. So, yep. like, it's just it's just learning how to market ourselves better. Like, obviously, like, writing Twitter understands all this just as much as we do. It's, it's so tough to maintain our genuine millennial personalities and market. Because marketing feels so 90s, mm-hmm. like... I mean, I it, like it, it's just like this dystopian feeling of like, like, like you know, ex- extreme commercialism and all this stuff, and it's, it's really hard for our minds to compute that because we, we were, you know, hit with it so hard in the '90s and everything, yeah. you know. Well, so like, I, it always reminds me of the. So there was a cartoon uh, called The Critic in the '90s. Mm-hmm. It was like Jay Sherman. He was a movie critic, but it, at one point he he writes a book about his life, and uh, there's a stand up, and it just goes, "Buy my book." buy my book, <laughs> buy my book. And that's how it feels, you know? So I'm like, yeah. I'll, so I'll like write something and I'm like, that was fun. That's like a thought I have. And I hope people like it. And mostly, thankfully, people will show up and they're like, ha ha, that was funny. Or like, eh, that was a, a cheesy dad thought. Like, but they're there like interacting and stuff. If I'm like, buy my book, it's just like freaking crickets and tumbleweeds and no one cares about my life. And then I'm, and that's when I start thinking like, okay, well, I don't know how to do this social media thing because like like i this has to be a part of it i have to be able to be like hey everyone if you like this ridiculous dad joke i just said which like like evidently you did i don't know um but it seems like it like you might like our podcast check this out and then like I'll, like it's just like no one when i post the podcast stuff often uh it's just like no one will comment or no one will share it or no one will like it. i'm just like come on come on we're trying how do we how do i do this how do i do it maybe like, it's just I think we have to do more clips again. I think I need to start like clipping episodes when I'm at work again and yeah. just like doing little like little short promos that are funny. Right, figure like, it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We're like, you know, but yeah, dude, marketing is weird. It's just generally weird. Um, and that's when like that's when I start to spiral on social media where I'm just like it's 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 the uh, kind of like natural selection of social media where I'm like I, I only want to post things that I want to post but in the same respect I want to post things that are going to get some engagement I'm not like I'm not out here trying to be like haha I'm speaking a language that no one understands I'm so unique like no I want people to like identify re- like and relate to the things I'm saying like I want basically we're all out here just going like hey is anyone else a little like me because we all feel alone in this universe you know and then like other people are like yes i too feel alone in the universe I'm like cool we at least relate on that like like basic level you know and then beyond that it's like okay like where's our shared language like you know wh- where's the center of our venn diagrams and i try to post things that are like clever or like funny and like hope people are like interested in that stuff and often they are but when but i don't know how to marry that to translate that to translate that to like hey hey i also have a podcast with my best friend and we often often say things that are very much like this tweet that you just read and i know that we're living in a world in which like we just want to imbibe everything and consume everything as quickly as possible but like 
it's a thing that means a lot to me and it's something that I think we're we you know that's that's going to be more and more meaningful as we continue and it's just been growing and getting better and it's like look at all the stuff we produced and like oh how do I how do I get people to watch this show because I don't know how to sell it I truly don't uh it's it's kind of about making comics but it's not about making comics it's more about <laughs> it's, it's about not, us just yeah, it, it, because it's funny, like, I like I plan to talk about stuff, and, like, I could, I could, Steven, just be like, you know what, let's just do shop talk all the time, and we'll try to change this into two guys who only talk about making comics, but that's not really what I want in my life. I don't want to be no. the guy who only talks about making comics. I want to be the guy who makes comics, talks about the struggle of, like, selling them and getting through them, and just, like, talks to my best friend, because, like, this is the best, well, one of the best like, parts of my week, for sure. Yeah, like, for love- sure. I love hanging out with you and just talking about Pixar and like, you know, especially whatever. post post dad life. Like this is basically, oh. well, I mean the, 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 the pandemic obviously created this like, you know, weird environment, but, um, but, but seriously, like sometimes we would go like, even in like in our friendship, we would literally just go months without like seeing each other because yeah. we just can't get the schedules to line up. Oh yeah. And this like is part of our schedule. This is part of our commitment. It's like, you know, we see each other, we talk to each other, we're excited to see and talk to each other, you know, yeah, and it's, it's awesome. So wow. yeah, I think I, I'm not worried about it. Like I said, like, honestly, the people that listen come every week and like, I appreciate each and every one of them and it only grows. And, you know, people are like, you know, people like spend their time listening to me, listening to me talk and then like make cool things that I've made. And like, like Ronnie made that awesome beat art of, Oh yeah. We're going to share that for sure. So Ronnie, who has always been a huge, fantastic supporter of the podcast. And she also has a YouTube channel, which I'll link below. And it was really amazing. Um, so Ronnie made fan art of Barrel, and did she send that to you or did she just send you a picture? She sent me, she's she's going to send it to me though. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, but she sent me the picture. And I was like, Oh my God, it's so freaking cool. Like Barrel and bead form. It's so awesome. It's so cool. So, so yeah, so that's Ronnie made that. And it's beautiful and amazing. If any of you are interested in making any kind of fan art of anything we've ever done or us feel free and send it to us and we will put it on the show and we will love it forever because that's the coolest thing that's ever happened. Steven, someone made fan art of uh, like, that's, that's something we made. Yeah. Like a little, a little barreled, a little barreled. Like people don't even understand how amazing and fun he's going to be yet. You know, <laughs> like that. It's, it's so cool. Anyway, dude, uh, the, the only other question Sean had was he was saying like, do you feel the, do you feel pressure knowing that people are going to read this book now? Like, you know, like you've been talking about it and you have this book going. Um, and now that you know, it's going to happen. Is there pressure I, there? What's it feel like? So, I mean, I felt the pressure with play it again because it was just such a daunting task. Like it was 37 pages, but truth is I'm already over the halfway mark of the art on deathless. And I like, I'm through a lot of the stuff that you're, you don't really take into consideration when, when creating a new comic, like all the character concepts, like what things like as you draw the characters, you you they become natural. Like they they, they even look different than the concepts, but they because oh, yeah. they become they become but it solidifies in a beautiful it becomes way. who they are. You know, like it just you, like you can even see it in play it again where I'm, I'm like playing around with how you look and then I eventually fi- like find the look. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Look, you know what I'm saying? Like. And, and that's how it was with them. Like they, they've kind of gone through a few phases, but like I find ways to simplify. I find ways to make them have more of a personality on their own. And so, yeah, like I'm beyond all these like early stages that take a lot of prep. So no, I'm not nervous at all because I'm already on page 13, I think. And there's what, 22, 24 pages. So, I mean, yeah. like it's, I'm there, I'm already, you know, and there's going to be like a lot of, there's a lot of heavy panel pages coming up, but they're all simple ones and fun ones. So it's going to be cool. So 
Yeah, and for me, um, I know, like I was saying before, I know this book isn't going to be for everyone. I know it's not going to tug in the heartstrings specifically in the way that Played Again did. So I feel like there is the fear of there not being the like, like the the, the safety net, you know, below it of like the you know the the personal story there. Um, so like, I I I don't know. I'm not sure if people like. I know it's not for everyone, but I do think it's going to be a really good book. I like. I I do have a lot of faith in this book. I think it's funny. I think the art looks better than anything Stephen's done since Scavengers. You know, like I I think that it's it's. I think it's going to get our. I think it's going to grow a fan base. I really do. Like I think people are going to find this book after the Kickstarter. Um, and then we're gonna when we launch into um, issue two, people are going to pay attention i think um, that's, what, going. that's what i'm really hoping for because i think the, the book's just going to keep getting more and more interesting and and just better and better as it goes as the characters evolve so i'm excited i'm not i don't really feel pressure about people reading it i only feel the pressure about people maybe not wanting to read it and not giving it a chance just like mm -hmm. play it again though you know where it's just like you were worried about that but that's i mean i mean people anyone that's read it has been you know soul crushed by it so yeah. that was and then yeah. also like international people too though like we like it sucks that they have to keep back in digitally, but I think with Deathless, what makes the most sense with Deathless is to get all four issues done and then compile it on Amazon, right? That would probably make the most sense. Oh, for sure. And obviously we'll have single issues for people that are in the, the continental United States, but we, we're thinking about you, you know, international. We know we have a lot of Canadian fans and like we have a lot of people in the UK and Europe and like, I know we can probably do something for Play It Again and like try well, to make it thick enough to print, right? Well, well our plan was to just combine our scrapbook and play it again, right? Where we to might- reach the, Cause we need to reach a 50 page limit for Amazon yeah. to print on demand. If we wanted to make it just a play it again dedicated, we could probably fill it to yeah. 50 and print it, but it might make might make it thicker if we put the, the two together and you know, yeah. that yeah. way people can get a physical copy of it around the that world be, if they want to. So. That would be really nice, dude. I like I, I think a lot of people would appreciate it. And it's something we can do, so we might as well. Um mm. so if you're interested in that, let us know. Uh we're probably going to we're going to do it eventually, but it's just like it's always so much easier when we hear from people who actually want things from us. And we're like, oh yeah, we're we will please you in any way we can. <laughs> you know, like, oh. um, I ordered more bags and boards by the way. So I have bags and boards about more labels. So I'm ready to go on that front. So oh, dude, I can't it's so it's I love that all this is happening happening and the Kickstarter is successful. So Stephen, what's next? What are you going to do this week? So I have, I, I always forget what page I'm on. I think it's on, I think it's 13 is when I'm on now. Cause I think the villain splash was 12. So yeah. So finish page 13. And I, I want to try to get two full pages done this week though. Cause like I keep getting this like page in a rough and I want like two full, like I want like, cause especially since I have this one rough, I should be able to get two done. And I think the next page might be the hands, the hand page. So I think I could do that. So I'm aiming for two pages this week. Awesome. Atlas is going to be gone for a couple of days this week. And I happen to be completely off of work. Because so... we were supposed to see the deer hunter, but they pushed it up, which is yeah, fun. I know. So but... we'll see you in August. We'll see him in August. It stinks, dude. <laughs> but but whatever. But now, thanks to now, that, bonus I, time. Have, I have some time. So I'm aiming for two pages. I'm I'm actually I'm hoping to do I'm gonna try to do more, but like I'm I'm gonna try to say like definitely two solid, completely finished, flatted pages. That's what I'm going to do. Um, I'd also, because I know I'm going to need a break from coloring uh, during the day, I also want to 
try to lay down some vocals for the thing that we were working on, the cover song that we were working on. I'm okay. Do that too. Yeah. So I'm probably going to work on that too. So that's what we're going to do. So everyone, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Um, our Kickstarter is active right now. Go pick up a Deathless. Go get a book. Go get yourself some stickers, a book, all this stuff. We have a lot of really fun rewards. So if you just click the link below, you can see all of the stuff. But no matter what, um, if, you, if you give any money to the campaign, you're going to get some version of the book. And we can't wait for you to read it. And we hope you're all interested. Look how adorable Steven's barrel is. It is. He's so cute. Look at this barrel. He's on my guitar right now. He's shredding. He's going to make a metal album because we're going to get to $5,000, Steven. If we get to $5,000, we will make a metal album. It'll be the funniest, best thing in the world. It's through Barrel's perspective. It's going to be the best. Um, but thank you all. Poor thank Bear. you all for being here for us. Thank you for supporting us and you know, consistently showing up and just being our friends and our fans and our family. And we do appreciate the fact that we're building this colony. Um, we're so thankful for you. I hope you know that through all of my like negativity and imposter syndrome and like shaking, you know, I like... I love you all, and it's all amazing, and I'm so thankful. Steven, I love you so much. Do you have anything else you wanted to say? I love you too, Anthony. I just, I really hope at some point someone makes a fursuit of Barreled. I really want to see it at a con. It's better not be so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I love you all. Thank you all so very, sorry for the weird, weird Barreled request, but uh, thank you all so much for everything you do. We... We are continuously given energy to continue and pursue what we're trying to do because of all of you amazing people that like are behind us and support us. And thank you. Thank you so much. I'm Anthony. I'm Stevie Wildcard. And this has been episode 80 of We Have Issues. See you next week. I totally spit when I said that. I, I, I hope it's not that visible. It's going to be totally visible. This better not awaken. But anyways, if I can't spit, <laughs> don't spit on it, Steven. Oh, man. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I know. It got, it got grody. It got grody. Um, it got, I feel like that's the appropriate word. Bam. Barrels. Pursuit. <laughs> Pursuit. <laughs> Steven, you know i'm i know like you know when i'm really gonna feel that we made it hmm, when we hit rule barrel. 34 rule 34 oh, man Steven. they're gonna they're gonna rule 34 m like immediately like they're gonna rule rule 34 us steven it's gonna oh happen. you mean like us <laughs> you just, dude just you saying it you're like just like teasing them <laughs>